Welcome to another episode of Topical with Michael Schaefer. My guest this week is Andrew Wolf. I think he's one of the funniest comics in Australia. Strap yourself in because this one is a real wild ride. We have a great chat about Novak Djokovic winning the Australian Open, Russian flags being banned at sporting events, the compare the market, meerkats, North Korea, China, drag queens. We really do cover it all. So... It's going to be a fun one. Before we get into it, just so you know, I've got shows in Perth, Fremantle, Kalamunda, Mandurah, Margaret River, Adelaide, Melbourne, Gold Coast, and the Sydney Comedy Festival shows on the 4th and 5th of May just went on sale too. So head to my website, michaelshafer.com for the tickets. But now, before we get into the podcast, let's listen to the best intro music in the business. podcast. We are stripped down and ready to go. I'll never surrender. But I ain't spending any time on it. Please explain. I'm going to. Okay? Wolfie, thanks for coming on the pod this week. It's great thanks to have you Thanks for having it, here. man. This is a relief from my parents' back bedroom. You're <laughs> living well. Is that where you're currently living, your parents' well, back bedroom? Yeah, because I, I enjoy it. Like, when we tour and the comics complain, mm. everywhere's up for me. Okay. They're like, this motel sucks. I'm like, you should see where I live. <laughs> I'm in a storage cupboard <laughs> lying on a mat. And they're like, we can't stay here. I'm like, this is a... You know, like a, a, a honeymoon for me. Like I'm, I'm euphoric. I'm like, I've got my own bath without mum barging in. Well, it's great to get an insight into your state of mind currently because I want you to bring that to all of the topics we're going to discuss oh, on the yeah, news yeah, this yeah. week. This so good. the big story this week was, uh, I think, Novak Djokovic uh, won the Oz Open. Oh, mate. Uh, big win for the anti-vaxxers. Mate, it's a huge moment, <laughs> hey? I, um, I got sick of watching him. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we're very divisive. Uh, like my fam, my dad likes the, the winner. Do you know yes. that just keeps winning? Yeah. But to me, I want chaos. So, watching him win that many times. Oh, you find it boring. Well, I'm just like, how many times do I want to watch a guy win? It became like almost like training matches with yeah. this guy. So, did you enjoy seeing him lose last year in the Court of Appeal? You're like, finally. I just love watching the hero fall yeah 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 i watch sport like uh the you know like the speedway looking for the crashes <laughs> a lot of people watch it and go like what an achievement 20 how many did he win 20 grand slams he's or? won 22 grand slams now 10 of them at the australian open yeah. which is too many but do you not think it, it loses relevance because it's sort of like when as a kid when you played sport Mm. And there was one boy that just thrashed you. And yeah. you're like, well, we just don't play soccer anymore. You give it away. Yeah. You're not going every day. He's actually ruined tennis. It's really funny because a lot of people are always saying, oh, these trans women are ruining women's yeah. sport. I reckon Djokovic has ruined men's tennis more than that. He trashed it for me because you could check a paper three years earlier. So boring. And you're like, it's the same result. A thrashing from Djokovic. Yeah, because all these people are saying like, oh, trans women have like an unfair genetic advantage yep. do you know who has an unfair genetic advantage Novak Djokovic yeah. because he's got the loosest hamstrings you'll ever see on any person mate. he can do the splits on clay he can do the splits on hard court he should not be allowed to play he should be like mate we know you're the best but for the sake of making this competition fair and accessible to the public you got to stop playing 
in fact, I was hoping that maybe him being an anti-vaxxer, like I was hoping he'd get COVID and like that would take oh, away the like... this would be a, a brutal strain of COVID. Exactly. If he got like that and he lost like 60% of his lung capacity and that brought him down to everyone else's level, that would make the sport watchable. That would watchable. be amazing. And the thing with the tennis player is they don't actually look that sporty in a way. No. Do you know, compared to other sports. You know, when they, they always take off their shirts when they change, yeah. you know, in between like long matches and stuff. And it's really funny watching... If you've been to the tennis, yep. crowds get so excited by this. So a, a player will take off their shirt. They love it. And the crowds go, Ooh. I love it. I love that a wolf whistle is still acceptable for men. It's fine for men. And then you're booed because you've got a dad bod. And they're like, Woo, la, 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 marry me. And you're like, you're totally objectified. And you're like... I have massive anxiety. Can you please not point out my appearance? Are you just talking about your um, no. last weekend at Cottesloe Beach? Oh, dude, like... I have the worst. I went with comics and I had to. We went snorkeling and I had to wait until they're all in the water. Saying, yeah, I'm not coming in. I've got asthma, and they're like, "Dude, you're in," and I'm like. Don't look at me with your goggles under the water. I just, I just want to cool off. I've been dripping in sweat. But I was saying the tennis player is a funny sport because they this Dokovic is a champion. But mm. if you saw him at a bar and you were six beers deep, so you would go him in a fight. You'd be like, <laughs> I hey, have, you I bumped have, into me. I'm I have going. seen him. I have seen him at a restaurant in uh, Havar in Croatia many years ago. Yeah, and he's very skinny. He certainly doesn't look like. A big strong athlete, and that's kind of what I was saying about tennis players is that they always take off their shirts in between yeah. points. The crowd goes ooh, and I'm looking at it like, guys, this guy is skinny. Like they've got built like greyhounds. Yeah, they're, they're for racing and speed. They've got big, thick. They've got legs and calves. Oh, tennis yeah. players' calves. You want to you want to go ooh to those. Yeah, but yeah. But then they take off their shirt. It's really not that impressive unless you're Nadal. He takes. He's got just what. He's just got one arm. That's three times bigger. His left yeah. arm is three times bigger than his right arm. You see that and you go, ooh, fair enough. But you know what I find so funny is because they, they have to try create personalities around them because mm. effectively from the age of three, all they did was hit <laughs> tennis balls. Yeah. And people are like, how good would it be to meet him? And I'm like, he's totally <laughs> repressed <laughs> in every other facet of his life. He'd, be, he'd have no basic interaction skills. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's probably media trained, but I'm like... Little to no experience. He's been interacting with the tennis ball. Yeah. You, you know, like the ball serving machine. Yes. So, you know, I saw it with Steve Smith. You were like, they go, oh, you meet, you meet him. And I'm like, yeah, dude, he's sort of on the spectrum. Like, do right. you know what I mean? Because this guy's doing forward defenses in his shower. Yes. And you're <laughs> like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to go on holiday with him. <laughs> What's he going to say? He's just going to keep saying, oh, that looks like, oh, did you see me do a, a, a cut? It's a lot yeah. of cricket chat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be and like, dude, I was doing forward defences near the buffet. <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst holiday of my life. I want broken toys. Yeah, well, I, it's interesting. Whenever a tennis player does have personality, that's always a huge media story. Unbelievable. Because they are so bland. So, do you remember last year, uh, Medvedev, he was like Daniil Medvedev, the Russian yeah, dude. Yeah. He was like the big villain of the tournament oh, because yeah. he called the crowd uh, dumb and he said they have low IQ, which they do. <laughs> Dude, well, he was accurate, but it's always that same bit. I think I've heard the bit, the bad boy of tennis. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. What? Training 18 hours a day for most of their life <laughs> and one day he's caught having a Milo and they're like, look out, what a rebel. I'm like, to get to that elite level, this guy has sacrificed it all. Do you know what I mean? And they, it's always the most uh, rickety version of the bad boy. Yeah. It's funny because it's like other leagues do have 
actual bad boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the NRL, like they're doing drugs. Dude, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, OJ Simpson. Kill two people. These are bad boys. Nick Kyrgios, who doesn't want to train that much, who wants to go to oh. a, a, a winery over in Hillsville on his day off, that's not a bad Dude, boy. A bad boy because he put on some red shoes <laughs> at Wimbledon. Yeah, and go he like, wore red in Wimbledon. And he goes, hey guys, guess what I'm going to do? Sneak in a pair of red trainers <laughs> and wear them during the ceremony. And people are like, this man needs to be stopped. <laughs> He's blowing apart the sport. <laughs> this is going to... Because that was in obviously in Wimbledon where they yeah. ta- they're the stiffest people and it's like, you know, 300 pounds a ticket to go to, to watch a match. Yeah. And so it's just funny watching Nick Kyrgios perform in front of the stiffest, you know, white-collar people. It blows my mind because there's only a few snooty sports left, mm. which is golf, which is slowly breaking down, yep. tennis, and then maybe polo. Yeah. And the rest is the working class dominates. Polo, Polo is very snooty just because the cost of a horse is quite exorbitant. Ridiculous. <laughs> Especially, you know what I mean? And the investment and a, a lot may sort of perish. I don't know. Do they get shot in that? Like the, the Almost certainly, yes. Like, like the, what's it, Melbourne? What's that, the, the big rest? The Melbourne Cup. The Melbourne Cup. Oh, yeah, when they just run horses around till they die. Dude, that is the advantage. And the other sport is rowing. Yes. Where you need money. Because, you know what I mean, like a horse, where you oh. go like, oh my God, how'd you get good? You, your par- well, my parents were able to buy a 150 grand horse <laughs> yeah. that as a six-year-old, I was able to walk around in the paddock. Go- going back to the whole uh, big uh, tennis fiasco that thing. we've had over the last, not even the vaccine thing, because the, the other big story, from, the main story from the Oz Open this year yep. was, you know, they banned Russian flags at the matches. Did they actually do that? Yeah, and not only, not only could fans not have... Russian flags with them. When you watched the telecast, the Russian flag next to each player was replaced with just a plain white flag. Isn't that the saddest outcome, politicising sport? Because the whole point of sport Mm. is it breaks down all that and it's just, uh, you know, it it brings out the humanity in everyone. You can all compete. It's meant to be apolitical, I guess. And it's sort of that idea, well, yeah, I live in Russia, but... I didn't vote for him. Or, you know what I mean? People say Perth, McGowan. Not everyone's on board. But this idea that you've been sort of pulled in and you're like, I hated him. I don't like Putin. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't like Putin. And now I can't, you know what I mean? I I still like like Russia. Putin's just the current leader. Like, can we not just represent the history of Russia? And they can't even say that. Like, Medvedev is Russian. He can't come out and say... I'm against the war because then his family gets killed back home in Russia. So they all have to stay stum. They all have to stay silent. And they're all, I feel so sorry for these players who are kind of being, I think unfairly um, whipped up. They're collateral damage in this whole thing. Dude, I love that no one understands how dire it is potentially going there. Cause I saw recently the Nelk boys went on a trip to Russia. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And they've got such a like Disneyland view of so it. So who are the Nelk boys? Nelk boys are like some pranksters, like jackass. Oh, Jeez, that's a risky place to go. They have no idea <laughs> of the reality of the risk they're taking. They're like, we're going to be Has- Hasbulla. These- we're meeting Hasbulla. We're going to party. <laughs> are these you- you- are YouTube guys? Yeah, YouTube guys. And I'm like, dude, you do not go to Russia when they're warring with Ukraine <laughs> and you're American. <laughs> Unless you're fucking insane. And they're like, has Bella has said it's fine? And I'm like, purely if they become aware you're there, they will, yeah. they will latch onto you yeah, as a mechanism. Get a, you'll get uh, detained and you'll be used as a political bond. Dude, to 100% to get people released. Well, that's what happened to the... Uh, the basketball WM- Yeah, what was her name? WMB Gardner or something. Was she 
playing in Russia or she was there for a tour? No idea what she was doing, but she got caught with like, you know, 0.001 mils of CBD oil or something in her backpack. Mate. And they were like, oh, well, that's the death penalty now in Russia Dude, or whatever. My, speaking of that flag thing, my memory was that, um, where's the guy? The, the guy that went to China mm. on a tour and then stole a flag. He went into that higher level. North Korea. Not yeah, China. it was North, North Korea. Korea. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> you've, been, you've been so good at like hiding your racism until now. I'm a bit clumsy when it comes to, to, to all you, of Asia. You can, no, no, you confuse all of your dictatorships. That's what it is. Oh, man, what a sloppy thing. You get revealed. <laughs> and you're like, that's what's so hard. If you're a dumb guy. All, of these, be, all of these dictators look the same. That's just dude, what You get in say. trouble. If you're a dumb guy, it's very easy to back up your truck accidentally. Into I am very cognizant of trying to be diplomatic. But I'm like, I don't really know most of Asia. <laughs> but yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Speaking of that flag thing, because yeah. my understanding was he stole a flag. Yeah, he mucked, around, he mucked around with a North Korean flag in a hotel, yeah. which is like a big no-no because, you know, that's like a, tr it's a seditious act or something yeah. in North Korea. But do you know how, uh, pet, how immature it is as adults to go like... Don't you don't you do that with our flag? Do you know that the reaction? How dare you? It's it's virtually like a kid where you go, your mama's so fat, yeah, and he comes at you and goes, I must bash you now. <laughs> I can't process it. It shows how childish humans are. They go like, did you see what he had with that flag from China? That they're all made from China. Did you see? He was he was going like this and waving and mocking us, and we're like, we've got to put him in a coma. Yeah, you know what, Australians think that we're better than that, though. But then you just saw all the big, you know, kerfuffle around Australia Day with people yeah. Well, yeah, burning flags or disrespecting Australian flags or whatever. And just people lose their absolute minds when you disrespect a flag. Burn, burning so the flag. It's funny when people, like, say North Korea is so backwards, but then in Australia, they still have that exact same kind of I nationalistic I just can't believe further. that you don't have enough growth as a human to just go, yeah... Do you know, you see someone burn it and you go, it's fine. yeah, good on you, mate. <laughs> like, you have no relevance to me. As far as I'm aware, you're not in Parliament House, actually have any traction. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I mean, I always feel that way whenever I get hate online from like anti-vaxxers yeah. or whoever it is that I'm making fun of. Because it's like, I'm not a politician, you know, I'm just making fun of you. So, I don't have any power over you. I'm just here to make fun of you. Dude, 100%. So, you just, know so just move on. Like, I'm not, like, do you know what I mean? There's it's no impact in your life. to me that you respond to her, but then at work, at budget director, wherever she is, her supervisor's not actually aware of her name. <laughs> like, she will say, hey, my seat's very bad. It's bad for my back. And they'll go, look, I'm sorry, Cheryl. And she goes, it's Susan. I've been here 10 years. I've been complaining about the seat for 10 years. She never answered the emails. Then he comes, she'll come online and go like, that is racist or that's offensive. And you're in there giving her the first traction she's ever had in her life. School, they probably called her Cheryl. They didn't know her Susan. Her first boyfriend was not actually aware of her name. Yeah. The whole thing. Her parents have forgotten that they had a third child. So you're, you're, you're saying that the comments section is really where she finds her identity. She's losing her mind. Yeah. Because in high school, she wasn't even invited to the high school reunion <laughs> because people forgot she attended. And suddenly you're online engaging with her. And she's like... 
I cannot believe it. There was, you know, the high school ball, I wasn't even invited. They <laughs> fucked up. My name, when they printed out that it was off the list and no one noticed. I wasn't at the ball. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Staff, they, they, they haven't even fired but me. But I'm They're finally like, being noticed. You're like Newman, she works at an office. You know that one where you're not even, no longer employed. <laughs> and then she'll lash out on you. Her husband doesn't talk to her and you're in there. Yeah. And she can go and she'll be like, no. And she can take out all that festering mm. anger of being the anonymity of her life. So what you're saying is I'm offering actually a service. Mate, the best thing I've ever done is when people write uh, comments, it's just keep deleting them. I love it. Because I, I wrote stuff around COVID or whatever it was and then you would have like someone you semi knew who would comment like opposite of me trying to politicise my wall and I just deleted them, deleted the comment, then they wrote it again, I deleted the comment, <laughs> I deleted it. Because they think there's a glitch in the system. And, and they kept writing it and they didn't realise. I go, no, you have no speaking stick in my world. And it's the ultimate rejection. And they're like, no, how dare you? It's a fucking anti that. Oh, you can't have it. I'm like, delete, delete. And they're, they're driving probably on the freeway. <laughs> Keep typing it. It's a fucking Pfizer scandal. Where is it? Where's the post? There's no, no one's... And I'm like, I'll delete it every day, all day. And then you see a seven-car pile up on the oh, end too. And you're like, that was them trying to type while they were driving. Dude, you don't block them. You just continually delete their comments from the wall. <laughs> and they go like... Facebook won't even know. It's a conspiracy Zuckerberg just deleting them. And I'm like, no, you have no vehicle to express yourself in my world. Well, yeah. the, the other thing that was uh, fascinating about Australia and the world's response to Russia, going back to the, the way yeah. that we're like trying to, we're, we're trying to help, but we don't know how. This is what I think is one of the funniest responses was, you know, the compare the market meerkats? Yeah, yeah I love those. <laughs> I love how that brand got meerkats. It worked once and then they ran it for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like 13 or 14 years old Into now. Into the ground. <laughs> and everything, everything has to be meerkat branded. <laughs> so sad for the no, meerkat key rings and they're trapped. <laughs> In one strike of the match that got a bit of traction and that becomes the entire identity. Someone on the board is like... Of their life's work. And they're like, I've made a lot of money, but the fucking meerkat. All we do is meerkat. What was that meerkat? Like uh, insurance shit? Compare the market? Compare the market. They're like an insurance comparison website. But the reason why I bring them up is because they've got Russian accents. Yeah. So, and their names are Alexander and Sergei. So, they're, they're Russian for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. And when the war in Ukraine kicked off... Australia responded, and a lot of countries did this, they took them off the air for a I few weeks. I can't believe it. Because is there a discernible difference between the Ukraine accent and the Russian accent? Am I wrong? Is there a discernible uh, difference between... I'm saying the Ukrainian accent and the Russian... Oh, okay. So technically, it's splitting hairs. Because I'm like, if you put a Ukrainian meerkat and a Russian meerkat, I would conjecture... I would, I would, so what you're saying is they could have been like, oh, no, 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 they're not Russian. I'm like, dude, they're Ukrainian. Yeah. They've infiltrated and they're in there fighting the good fight. They've Nelson Mandela. Because I don't think they've ever actually said we are definitely Russian. Everyone presumes they're Russian because their names are Alexander oh, no, and Sergei. Which is racism. So by design... <laughs> For you to go and go, this goddamn Russian meerkat. I'm like, no. Eastern European Europe is a big region and it's despicable, incorrigible for you to assume their nationality based on that accent. You know what they should have done? They should have released another ad after the, after the war started yeah. and just have them dressed up 
in uh, uh, Ukrainian military garb. Oh, They've got a photograph of Zelensky behind them, and they just That'd go Slava Ukraini compared to the markets. <laughs> Do you know what they needed was like Lithuania, Ukrainian, Russian meerkats all going compared to the market and go like, look. Do you know that we're all human being? <laughs> do, do, is there... What's the Ukraine... Don't they speak fucking Russian there? Uh, I think they speak Ukrainian. I'm pretty sure. But what's the difference? Uh, it's probably it's, Wasn't similar. it split through Eastern Europe? Was, wasn't the whole thing built by Russians? <laughs> Isn't everything originally technically Russian? There's just a new flag? Am I wrong? Was it not just sliced up and they go, this is no longer USSR? Look, all I'm saying is I really hope we don't have listeners in Eastern Europe because I reckon that'd be, be pretty Ooh. Oh, they're going to be so angry, but you're not going to get here. There's war. You're not traveling to the West. <laughs> fucking get back onto your horse and do whatever Putin tells you. you fucking what are they going to do? What are you going to do? You have no free. Do they have free travel? I think you do. Uh, Russians can travel. I don't think so. Imagine they get angry. What are you going to do? You know what? Take it out on your donkey when you're plowing the field. You're fucking trapped. Sucked in. <laughs> you have to get rid of Putin before you want to go on a Kentucky trip here. I like how you've been uh, racist towards uh, Chinese, all of Asia, and now I've all of Western all, Europe. <laughs> I've hit it all. I have not been racist. I've pointed out that whoever challenged the meerkat ad was racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to uh, attach a nationality to that accent mm. is Incorrigible. It's despicable stuff. Yes. I completely agree. So they actually pulled the meerkat out. They pulled the meerkat out because they were like, oh, it's just a bad look to have Russian-sounding uh, mascots and, and names on... Oh, around the war Around time. the war going. And they're back on now, but for a month they were off air. And it would I have been it's a relief very... for the CEO just going, his wife just going, thank fuck, a break from those fucking gerbils. A month off the gerbils and flogging this fucking insurance. <laughs> this, is a, this is our chance to rebrand. Maybe we can get oh. like a line in there instead. I do love the fact that like, once someone backs into a good idea, mm. then they just keep replicating it like a virus for infinity. Right. Like... A random, probably a new grad in the ad agency said meerkat and could just as, oh, look, the meerkat wordplay works. Market meerkat. I, I mean, they've reverse engineered from market to meerkat and based an entire dude, marketing the campaign <laughs> off the words market and meerkat being kind of similar. And then what happens, that grad gets it, it's working and everyone to protect their job just makes small... Change slight alterations to that, yeah, yeah. and they go, Look, I know it's dropped, yeah, because it's fucking exhausted <laughs> as an idea. Market shares plummeted, but I'm like, It's still the cat, the meerkat. We've done nothing wrong from that first guy that struck gold with stumbled into a fucking cheap wordplay. And then every single executive ad execs, like, Well, we're not going to fucking risk putting an owl in there because I'm not losing my job. Everything's meerkat now, and they were like. It's plummeted and I'm like, well, I'm not fucking risking 20 years in the ad game to bring in a fox. <laughs> I'm not going to jeopardise my fucking mortgage. And then what nationality is the fox going to be? I mean, what if they, what if that nationality, what if you say, oh, the fox is, I don't know, it's Romanian. And then they get lumped into the war next. I mean, you got to, you can't be bringing in new characters with new nationalities. It's too risky. You, you want to get your wealth in a way that's respected because... 
you're not at the polo club. And they're like, how'd you make your money? I ripped <laughs> off the Saudis for a lot of oil. I did, uh, I underhanded, I, I, I rolled out a vaccine that might not work. I'm just doing that for a laugh to try the talk of it. I rolled out a vaccine that increases myocarditis in children. What did you do? I, I, I linked the word meerkat with Mark. <laughs> how'd you do it? I, I don't know. I knocked my head on the side of a sink and I made one of the most childish <laughs> Worst puns that technically doesn't seem to, doesn't really work. And I'll be honest, it's kind of not going well now that Russia has invaded Ukraine. So. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> mate, but I want to ask you another question. Sorry, this is unrelated. Yeah. But uh, as you're one of the few guests that I've had on my show who's a parent. Yes. And I, I want to ask you about this new conservative concern about children being exposed to like gender theory and stuff like, and drag queens and things like that at school. <sighs> Well, mate, you're taking me into the into the reeds on a few of these topics. <laughs> I mean, vaccines. We've got this. Now you get gender fluidity. A guy that's just been racist through poor geography. Do you know how many Still? guests? Do you know how many guests come on this show? Sometimes I'll tell the guests in advance the topics that I want to yeah, discuss, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they come on the show terrified because they go, "Oh no, I'm going to get cancelled." And I can fi- I can see what you're doing. You're baiting me. <laughs> Wolf but, says. But the reason Wolf is says. Um, <laughs> Snow White is Snow White. <laughs> but the, the, the point here, the Little Mermaid was white. No, the, the, <laughs> but the point is I don't tell the guests anymore what I want to discuss in advance because yeah. I think it'll scare them and I want to get their natural reaction. Okay, this is my natural choice. So, so you've got children. The reason why I bring it up is the whole um, gender fluid drag okay. queen issue is because I was just performing here at the Fringe World Festival in Perth and I was doing a show... And they had a drag queen perform, yeah. and she killed it. She was fantastic. I think they, I'm not sure what their pronouns are, yeah. but killed it. And there were all these kids watching, and all the kids like running around up to the drag queen and dancing yeah. and singing with them. And I just think it was my first time that I'd seen like children interact with a drag queen, yeah. and they bloody love it. It's they just do. so great. And it's and then I was thinking, why are people so afraid of this? Well, this is what's insane because like RuPaul's Drag Race mm. has the best entertainers ever. Do you know, I was captivated. The show goes off. Yeah. Funnier than any comedians. <laughs> natural performers. They are so funny. No no limits. All the, the white male comics have sort of boundaries where they're, I've still got to be the big boy. I've got to be a tough boy. Yeah. No boundaries on anything. Yes. Total fluidity in all ideas creatively and the way they interact. And it's exceptional. And kids love people that are free. Do you know what I mean? Free to express oh, themselves. Oh, that's, that's the attraction. Whereas they can sense it. That's a great insight, can I they say? Can, they can sense that the, the man that's in there, the magician, but also potentially wants to bone one of the <laughs> single mums. They can sense where he's like, have a good thing, and he goes, he's flexing his muscles for, for a milf at the back because he's been single for 10 years. Do you know, he can smell the... The, 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 ma- the, the real trick would be if he could, if he could pick up at his own gig. That yeah, would be real magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, my next trick, I'll make your son disappear and we can start again fresh. <laughs> that's my, that's the, the trick she really wants, a fresh start. After the memory of that arsehole that took advantage of him when she was 21 and still innocent and hopeful of this world. But I don't mind it. I don't mind the exposure. But do, So do you, you're, you've got young kids? My only thing is I hate crowbarring. Which was what we talked about, sport, to tie it all in. Mm. Politicising stuff with intent. Right. I just, I don't like, Bring I only care in. about the intent. Yeah. I don't want a story. If the, sea sa- uh, the two sea snakes are homosexual or whatever, good yeah. for it. But I don't want um, 
it, it done with it. I don't want anything with intention. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm in trouble here. <laughs> Do whatever you want. The market speaks anyway. It's not for me to call it. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, uh, money will dictate what is done yeah. in this planet. <laughs> Everything. I think there can be kids' movies without, and I do, I do appreciate like having representation in Lion King or whatever, and you throw in a gay uncle or whatever. Yeah. No issue with it. <laughs> a fun gay uncle. Yeah. But just, do you know what I mean? Don't. Yeah, and then it is funny though how it, it has to be like in these in these cartoons. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny how because obviously kids are watching these cartoons, and so you have to just like teach them sexuality through it. Yeah, cartoon. yeah, yeah. I find that kind of funny to be well, like... Well, and I suppose that's what I'm saying, overarching it, is it's probably been heavy-handed even from like Lady and the Tramp or that little fucking... What was that? Um, stink... Uh, what, what was that uh, French one? Pepe Le Pew. That okay. was me, the, the original Me Too that was yeah. just chasing around that cat. <laughs> and I'm like, the sexualite. Of course he was French as and well. And I suppose, I suppose this is how I've saved the day. I've saved myself. Yeah. I think the sexualization, uh, sexualizing of cartoons from the very beginning had malice and it shouldn't have been in there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where you've got a fucking Pepe Le Pew hunting down a, oh. a cat and they or the Ruba, Ruba, yeah. where they'd make that sound or it's Popeye the Sailor Man and ooh, Gretel. I'm like... Why was sex has always been in cartoons? It's I know, and what's it doing there? They haven't hit puberty. They hang out with their girl and guy mates and then not have a little boner. Can I just say my first ever crush was uh, Lola Bunny in the original Space Jam movie. Mate, Roger. What a babe she was. Who killed Roger? Roger Rabbit was a hottie. Oh, was that also... They sexualised that. She was... It's it's awful because, like, as a kid, you don't know what your sexuality is and then someone's like, do you like boys or girls? And you're like, I think I like rabbits. I'm pretty sure that's And that's thing. the thing. It's not, it's not been assigned yet. And I suppose the more pressing matter was... Or originally, it should never have been brought in mm. because it's not appealing to that market, and yeah. it's just a cheap way to get the to get the adults interested. The adults gives the adults something to watch, so they can go Aruba and yeah, go like, yeah, yeah. "Dude, that rabbit has a massive rack." <laughs> oh, dude, I'm into anime porn now. I love this shit. Do you know he's watching with his son? And the son's like, I've the got son's going like, too. "Wise Aruba? <laughs> why is he saying Aruba? <laughs> why is that got a boner in the <laughs> and cinema? He's like, why is the rabbit got a massive rack?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we don't need it, you know what I mean? Because when he hangs it, out with his male and female things, he's not looking going like, wow, my cousin looks great in, in her bathers when she learned to swim. I'm like, it's just such an unnecessary, tacky adult addition it, it to fantasies. It is fantasies. funny because like, the parents who are always concerned about, you know, these new woke things entering yeah. children's cultural literature, they're always like, how do I explain to my children what a gay person is or what a drag queen yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you explain to your kid that that rabbit has massive tits? Like, these are, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are longer lasting questions. Why is Popeye, like, or, or with whatever her name was? A hundred percent. And then you start to think how susceptible you are to influence by the herd. Mm. Whether, whether any of it even matters. And I think at the core, if you have an understanding of it, none of it matters. So to answer the long way around this question, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Because your sexuality is predetermined and as, as you come to know yourself, you express it. So just because you saw a guy fucking a goat 
in a paddock doesn't mean that on the bus you become a goat fucker. So it's totally irrelevant. Put whatever you want in. I'm just saying make the movie good. Well, I think that's probably the best. I think we've got to end the podcast on what I think has got to be the best sentence that anyone has ever said on this podcast. <laughs> just because you see a guy fucking a goat doesn't mean you're going to be a goat fucker. Yeah. Andrew Wolf, 2023. Put there that Put that on the internet. He was cancelled shortly after for a, a lack of understanding between China and Japanese. <laughs> Mate, um, thanks for coming on the pod. Yeah. Uh, wh- where can my listeners uh, find you? Mate, it's hide and seek. <laughs> you count to ten and try find me. <laughs> now I'm on uh, dead at the wheel, but it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's not for everyone. I don't. F- I don't post a lot. I'm trying to pull back. Maybe I'll go. I'll try to do more social media. Dead, this dead, year. At, the w- dead at the wheel is your handle. Dead at wheel. Instagram. In, I don't tweet. Um, Facebook's obviously dead. It's redundant. So don't even worry about that. And I do a podcast called The Sure Thing. Amazing. Check it out. And I would appreciate any followers because not creatively, I just need cash. Yeah, cash. I think you're going to get a lot of Eastern European followers after this. Oh, mate. Well, I I support the wharf from both sides. (laughs) Do you know what? I'm such a tan coat. I have images of me in a Ukrainian flag and an hour later in a Russian flag. I'm I'm on whoever's side you're on. What I say, my political views are whatever's popular in the room at that time. (laughs) That's my political stance. Thank you, mate. Thanks, mate. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.